Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome back. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Feels good to be back after a little layoff, Lance. Yeah, I missed you. It's weird. What is the deal with when I go out for some reason and Clint fills in uh-huh. for me? It's always Kenny. There's uh-huh. always some Kenny shit going on. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, kismet. I don't know. It um, it's a weird. It's a weird happening. Yeah. It's <laughs> now that you mention it. Yeah. You it's guys August just, too. It's like a podcast with a podcast like Kenny Corner is what you should make it. <laughs> and it's just you and Clint talking shit about Kenny. Are we allowed to use his name? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying his last name. Okay, all right. Is he still in Marshall, Texas? I don't. I I, I don't think so. I think he moved. Okay. Not commenting because I don't want to get sued. That's probably wise. Uh, I did a thing while we were gone. You did a thing. It sounds painful. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little painful. Okay. Um. I bought Manu Ginobili's Tesla. <laughs> oh, yeah. As, as you started that, I thought it's something else that started with a T. But Tesla, cool. Um, yeah. So I've never owned a celebrity's car before. Do you, have you ever t- taken a, a ride in John Voight's Oldsmobile? It, I think it was a Buick, wasn't <laughs> was it? Was it a Buick? Okay. I don't know. Uh, whatever it was. Yeah. No. Um, so... I'd been, I, you know, it was um, a Tesla Model X had been kind of in my dream car for a long time. Is that uh, how it was advertised? Did it, did, it, did it say, hey, this is Ginobili's car? Well, I'll tell you how we got there. Okay. Uh, all right. No, it was not advertised as that. Okay. Um, right. So I, you know, but, but like, I, I didn't want to get a new one. It's really expensive. And, yeah. uh, and then you start adding on like the autopilot and summon and all those sort of aftermarket or, or those services and, uh-huh. So like adds 20 grand onto the cost, you know, just wow. like that blink of an eye. So sure. I'd kind of been paying attention to the used market. They're just not all that common and they don't come up very often on, on, you know, the pre-owned market. So there's a, a sort of a place here in town that sort of specializes in high end, um, uh, pre-owned cars. Um, all, you know, everything from, uh, like Michael Appa's Ferraris to, uh, to, uh, Rolls Royces and everything in between. And, um, okay. So I talked to the guy there uh, who's kind of the buyer and the broker there. And I was like, hey, it's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for kind of this range of Model X. I want seven seats. I want uh, autopilot. I want um, summon. You know, I want I want kind of that package. These are kind of the colors I'm looking for. I want these rims. Now, is, like, there, right. a, is there a Mr. Fusion in the back to help uh, with the flux capacitor? There, I, uh, there needs to be, um, because, uh, it, I mean, it basically does run off, off garbage really when okay. you think about it. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, all right, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I have all this noted down in your profile and if something comes up, I'll call you and let you know. And so, um, this was a couple months ago. Uh, and so he called me, uh, and he was like, uh, Hey, um, I got one that meets like every single one of your specs. And you'll never guess whose whose car it was, and so I just immediately started thinking like, oh, it must be another dentist in town, like it must be somebody I'm like in competition with or something, you know? Okay. 
And, uh, and then he says, Manu Ginobili. And at that point, it was just like, all right, have you seen that, that, that gif um, from Futurama that says, shut up and take my money? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's basically what it yeah. was at that point. For sure. Because um, it just it. had everything I wanted and it had been owned by Manu Ginobili. And so I started looking at, at, the, at the like Kelly Blue Books and whatnot to see. Um, and it, he, they were asking the same price for it as like if Joe Schmo would have would have been the, the owner. Yeah. So kind of, kind of went and looked at it and, and, and fell in love with it. And, you know, I knew immediately when I got into it, I was like, this is awesome. Um, this is really what I want. So did the deal and uh, got the transfer over to my um, Tesla account. And like when it gets transferred over, it comes from the previous owner. And so the email address was, was Manu Ginobili. Um, which okay. was really cool and still registered wow. to his address uh, or, or to his home address. And so if, if I, if I put go home uh, in the Tesla, it takes me to Manu's house, which is cool. Um, so I may not ever change that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's really rad. Uh, I had the, the, the supercharger or the, uh, the wall charger put into my garage so I can, I can charge it pretty fast in my garage. And okay. uh, so far so good. I had a, I had a, a vinyl wrap put on it to give it like a matte finish. So it's, it's just looking, it's looking badass right now. So nice. I'm I'm very happy with it. It's um nice. I don't have to drive very far every day. The most I ever have to drive in a day is like 50 miles, and that's pushing it. So it's perfect for me. If you have to do 250 miles a day or whatever, you know, yeah, um, you have some logistical challenges maybe with that. But uh, for for the rest of us that aren't driving that uh-huh. much, it's it's dude, it's it's so fun. It's such a fun ride. Nice. That sounds awesome. W- would you like to own Russell Wilson's car? Probably not. It's probably got car seats in the back and I'm just, I'm just done. You're, you're over it. I was trying to think. So, so somebody asked me, I, I, I told this to somebody who doesn't live in San Antonio and they asked me mm-hmm. who Manu Ginobili was. <laughs> do you think we have listeners who don't know who Manu Ginobili is? I, I'm sure we do. Um, we've got kind of a broad demographic, so okay. I'm sure there are some. So Manu Ginobili is, I'm going to say, we can have this quick discussion. This is a 30-second discussion. Okay. I'm going to say he's the third greatest Spur of all time. So there's George Gervin. All right. So that's where we So you went right to the one that I'm going to argue about. I think I think Duncan is one. Okay. Yeah. I, I think Robert, David Robinson, the Admiral, is number two. Sure. And then my argument would be that Manu Ginobili is three. Ahead, slightly ahead yeah. of George Gervin. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd concede that for sure. I, I think um, had much more impact for sure. So uh, Iceman was a big deal amongst not much else. Yeah, there was nothing. So, I never won a, never won a title. Um, yeah. and, and honestly, like, I'll be honest, I've never watched him play because there's like those games just weren't on television. And so yeah. there's just not like a tape of, of Iceman, you know, there's barely tape of Dr. J, you know, so um, it kind of came from that, that same era. So I will are, and it's probably recency bias in the fact that I own his car, yeah. but I would say I would put Manu ahead of George Gerben. And then I would say Tony Parker. So that's kind of the top five of greatest San Antonio Spurs of all time. You know, in Seattle, like there's a lot of, you know, you've got the whole music scene up there yeah. that are sort of celebrities you've got. You've got sports, uh, you've got Amazon, Bezos, you've got uh, Paul Allen, Microsoft. Like you have a lot of like different big name people up there in Seattle, different like different big name things. Like in San Antonio, mm-hmm. all we have is the Spurs, you know? So like there's True. a neighborhood or there's a house in our neighborhood that's like two and a half million dollars. 
that I keep joking that's been for sale for like two years. And I keep joking, like the Spurs have to sign somebody to buy that house because like <laughs> no one else is going to buy that house. Like we just don't have people that can come in and buy a two and a half million yeah. dollar house. So like from a celebrity standpoint, the Spurs here are like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to compare it to. I guess like the trailblazers in Portland, you know, is that is the same kind of deal. It's like the only show in town. Yeah. Well, you're still going to have Nike and Phil Knight. And yeah. So yeah, a little bit more like, so there's, it's, it's even yeah. bigger deal here, you know, yeah. the, the thunder in Oklahoma city, you know, maybe, maybe that's, that's a good, the other thing I was thinking about is like what dental celebrity cars, uh-huh. thing like you could buy John Coyce's Cadillac. Yeah. That'd be cool. Actually, you could just buy his boat. Yeah. On his boat. That'd be, that'd be rad. <laughs> uh, or Frank Spears. Stop. I'm trying to, trying to get like some alliteration here between those Coyce's Cadillac and oh, Spears. Okay. Um, I see where those, you're going. That'd be cool to have that, to have, have one of those. Mike Detola's okay. Denali. Uh, Greg Kinzer's Kia. Wait, no. <laughs> I love it. Oh God. <laughs> um, <laughs> purely for alliteration. Not for yes, that's. I mean, that's and the funny idea of like thinking of Greg Kinzer behind the wheel of a Kia. It just makes me laugh. It just makes me laugh. I could see Frank Spear driving a Saab, sure. and I could see John Coyce driving a Cadillac. So those two make sense. Yeah. Kinzer and a Kia is just like it just makes me laugh endlessly. Uh-huh. <laughs> endlessly um it's man today was a, a, a crap day um i t- tuesday is my three hygienist day oh god yeah so you drink and, at breakfast yeah basically and uh two of my hygienists are out on uh, one's out on maternity leave and one's out on medical leave so i had three hygienists today two of which were temps you can get temps <laughs> yeah wow it took a long time because we knew this day was coming. Like obviously oh, like the maternity okay. leave didn't, didn't hop up on us. You know, we, we knew we've known for nine months it was coming. Um, yeah. And then I've known for about six months that my other hygienist was going to have to have surgery. And we were supposed to, they were supposed to be staggered out so that one of the, the hygienist having surgery was supposed to be done and back before uh, Colleen had her baby. And then COVID happened and everything got pushed. Um, and so it, yeah. they literally went out on the same day, <laughs> the same day. Damn. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. So I, you know, I'll survive. It's just God, the days are just so hectic. Yeah, yeah. They right now, I can one up you. I can't find a damn hygienist, temp or otherwise. So yeah, I know you've been fighting. I, yeah, I'm getting better with the cavatron the whole bit. Um, <laughs> we just got cleared in Texas to do cavatrons again. Yeah, yeah. I probably wasn't supposed to, but yeah. you know, it's. What else are you going to do, brother? Wasn't cutting it, just doing hand scaling. Um, I, have, I use the isolate. I, I try to do things to try to minimize the aerosols, but whatever. I've got one more thing to talk about before we get in the show. And it's good. So, because of all of this, like, sort of housekeeping we're doing beforehand, uh-huh. we're only doing like one and a half questions. Okay. Um, have we talked about the My Brother, My Brother, and Me Jumbotron on the show before? Yeah. But I don't was- think. We- yeah, we did a while ago. Okay, it was a long time ago. When it, when it just happened. Okay. Did we put it in the show? I think I did. Um, okay. We're going to we'll do it ask, again. I'll ask Gina. <laughs> yeah, Gina, hit us up. Let us know. Um, <laughs> we're going to do it again because... So let's let's kind of go through this story. Um, 
One of my favorite podcasts is called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's three brothers from West Virginia that do a, a weekly uh, podcast um, that's always in the top five on iTunes comedy charts. Mm-hmm. And they do uh, they do shitty advice. So we mm-hmm. basically lifted the... the yeah, we, we lifted our format straight from them. And we've been pretty honest about that pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Um, they're Trust freaking the geniuses. They're amazing. Amazing, yes. Justin, Travis, and Griffin. And um, so I listen to them every week religiously. Their show drops on Tuesday uh, in the morning. And so I listen to it Tuesday morning. Um, and they don't do it anymore. But they used to have a segment on the show called Jumbotrons. And what Jumbotrons were is you for $100, you can buy an advertisement on the show. Um, and most of the time it was like, Hey Lance, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, you're such a cool dude. Um, and, and everyone loves you and peace. Right. And then they would riff on that for 30 seconds and then move on. Um, and so the, the way that the jumbotrons worked is one day a year, they would sell all their spots for jumbotrons and they would sell out in minutes. So you just kind of had, had to be at the computer at this time and had to be ready to roll. Um, and for a few years, I, I, I had always thought about doing one because Mike Detol is the one who told me about that show. And so I was always going to try to do something to make Mike laugh. Um, and every year I would try to get a, a, a Jumbotron on and I would, that, it, it would, they'd be sold out in minutes. Mm-hmm. So the last year that they did them, I get on and they have one available and I jump on and I buy it. And you have like 30 seconds to fill out your cart to check out, you know, before okay. it's like Ticketmaster before it releases the tickets back. Yeah. And so I just like, uh, I don't know what to write. And so I just all of a sudden kind of panic and I come up with something for the office. Um, and I just basically wrote, if you live in San Antonio and you're looking for a dentist that vibes it and keeps it tight, check out joshuaaustindds.com. That's all I wrote. And the boys did the rest, Justin, uh, Travis, and, and Griffin. And so um, this, what you're about to hear is what they did. So we'll plug that in now. This next fucking Jumbotron. So fucking stoked. It is unbelievable. Griffin, I want you to read it. Are you, are you sure? Home, hometown boy, I think you deserve this. You I know don't. I do not live in San Antonio, though, right? You're oh. confused because of the name? I, Please, yes, Griffin, yes, read yes. the name. The name is uh, Joshua Austin. Okay, so I can kind of <laughs> okay, understand. So, uh, Bambinos, who live in the San Antonio area, there's a hyperlink that we desperately need you to go to. If you live in San Antonio and you listen to our podcast and I find out that you didn't go to this hyperlink, I will be so, so peeved. It's www.joshuaaustindds.com. Mbimbambinos in the San Antonio area. You need a good, good dentist. Check out www.joshuaaustindds.com for a dentist that vibes it and keeps it tight. This is a dentist. This is a tooth doctor with tools and instruments and everything that's going to get into that mouth close to the nerves and you're going to know exactly what kind of fucking righteous alt comedy that they are into. Is there anything better than that? Let me tell you about Joshua Austin. Was his dad a dentist? He was. You can't buy that sort of thing. You have to inherit this level of dentistry. Joshua Austin was named a super dentist by Texas Monthly in 2014, 2015, 2016, and that's all we know. So maybe last year didn't quite nail <laughs> a it down. A light, year. A light year for super dentistry from Josh. That's why he needs you now more than ever. <laughs> oh, last year he won Evil Dentist. Evil but he's dentist. bringing it back. 
Uh, San Antonio's st- best evil dentist is Joshua Austin. Just Catch some, him. Just some stuff I can say about Joshua just by looking at the JPEGs on his website. One, he does own a very powerful, handsome jacket, and <laughs> let me yeah, I can confirm a nice watch. I bet he takes that off though before he gets <laughs> a knuckle deep in the chompers to find all the nasty holes that have the food tucked away inside of them. Other things I know about him, I mean, the smile, <laughs> it's on point. It's, yeah, it's uh, winning. It's radiating something, and uh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna like that. You're gonna see these teeth and know that you're in good mouth. So go to joshuaaustindds.com now. I have. I feel like Joshua for- has broken the seal now of dentists knowing that they can now get advertisements on our show. Um, when are we gonna have the perfect? All dentist promotional spot. That's just us talking about some of our favorite dentists. I uh, I think we should do a special episode. Just they for all dentists. Gotta, they all gotta pay though. They're all gonna pay. Oh, he's a human. He's a human dentist for humans. By the way, we didn't specify he's not for you know dogs and horses and stuff. Okay, so that's that's what they came up with, and it's just freaking genius. Like. That's gold. That is gold. They just riff that. It's it's so funny. I don't know how they 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 improv like that. Um, there's a if you, it's it's absolutely a gift. If you go onto YouTube and you search for uh, Mabim Bam, my brother, my brother and me, uh-huh. uh, animatics, you'll find all of these videos of people who illustrate and do uh-huh. cartoons of my brother, my brother and me bits. Okay. Which one day is my dream that somebody illustrates one of our bits. It would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so there's hundreds of these by all these different illustrators. And so I've always wanted to have that bit illustrated. So uh-huh. I finally got in t- contact with a guy who was willing to do it. And I paid him a couple hundred bucks. Um, and he drew an illustration or, or an animation for that whole bit. Um, and if you want to uh-huh. see it, go, go on my Instagram. It's on my Instagram. Uh, it's in my feed. Uh, so you can find it. It's three minutes. Uh, and it's it's just absolutely spectacular he did an amazing job and so yeah that was amazing a shout out to, to deep blue ink his name is harry barnett he's in the uk um and he is spectacularly talented so much so when i sent it to mike mike wants to get with him and have him illustrate bits from his lecture like tiny impression guy uh and uh and oh, stuff nice. like that so i think that would be that would be really funny so i may yeah. be doing that for some of my lectures too um, just because it's it's such a cool yeah. It's just such a cool visual way to do something that you normally would just do in audio. Yeah. Um, that that I think it's it's cool. So go check out my Instagram feed if you want to see that that cartoon. Shouts to Deep Blue Ink for busting that out. The dude was awesome. Um, Lance, despite what you've listened to so far, this is an advice show. <laughs> I have my doubts. Uh, we're not too bad. We're we're about eighteen minutes in, so we've been yeah. worse than this before. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? We really don't. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the greatest car of all time? Because we all know that Gordon Christensen's Chrysler is the greatest car ever. We want the questions that Gordon Gordon Christensen cannot answer. What do you really think Gordon drives? It's got to be an Oldsmobile. You think? No chance it's a Tesla. (laughs) There's no chance that Gordon Christensen drives a Tesla. Uh, I don't want to say there's no chance. Um, 
It's got to be something from Larry Miller's Dodge dealership there. Yeah. I don't know. You think I, like a Dodge point. Stratus or something? Or like a like a minivan? You think he's still in minivan phase? No, nah, he's got Dodge grandkids. Volt. <laughs> Dodge Volt. I don't know. Um, that's a really good question. I, I, it's hard to imagine. If anybody knows, add us what Gordon Christensen drives. I know he has a bike, like a, a motorcycle. He's one of those three-wheel motorcycles. But that's not oh, like really? his daily driver. He doesn't drive that to the office. He might. You don't know. <laughs> Rella told me. I was. I shared a car ride with Rella one time. Uh-huh. From the Greater Valley Forge Dental Meeting to the Philadelphia Airport, okay. and she told me like when 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 that she can go ride for hours. This is such a great this is such a great allegory. She's like, I can ride the the motorcycle for hours. Gordon wants to ride around the block twice for ten minutes, and then he's done. And it just reminded me of their sex life. Like it just that's exactly what their <laughs> sex life must be. Uh, sure. Question one. This is a uh, email from a listener. Hello, I've been listening to your podcast for about two years now and have never written in. I'm also behind on podcasts, so I'm just now listening to the recent Benco list. On the list, y'all mentioned Dr. Karen West, who is the new president of Adia. If you're interested and thirsty, I have some tea on that bitch. <laughs> that may so be awesome. the best line ever uttered on this show. Thank you so much. I just have to. I I just have to give props on that. I have some tea on that bitch. She was a former dean of UNLV uh, School of Dental Medicine. For background, the most recent scandal of the school happened on her watch where a professor was reusing healing abutments on patients. I'm assuming that means unsterilized? No, most of the healing abutments are supposed to be one single use. Okay. So even if you autoclave it, it doesn't get rid of the prions. Therefore, they're saying that it's not designed for uh, multiple use. So prions, huh? Yeah, you know, mad cow disease. I was going to say, are we worried about mad cow disease? Apparently. <laughs> also, uh, she was almost never on campus, and instead was usually in China for some reason. When she was on campus, she almost never spoke to any of the students, and when she did speak to students during our ethics and morality class. She yelled at one of our classmates, telling her to shut up and listen while she was asking a question. She often held personal vendettas against students, often preventing them from graduating on time because she just didn't like them. Wow. When she announced that she'd be leaving the school, I distinctly remember a few people humming, ding dong, the witch is dead. (laughs) Come on, Lance, finish. The mean bitch old witch. Witch old witch. Witch old witch. The wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Uh, down That's the, the halls to <laughs> down the halls of the school, and everyone was in a generally jovial mood. Also, she decided to announce her departure on October first, which was the anniversary of the shooting in which fifty nine people were shot and murdered in Las Vegas. Tough look for our girl Dean West. Uh, <laughs> Prior to leaving, she had a bronze bust of herself made and displayed in the main hallway, which the students often vandalized and had a conspiracy theory that there was a camera in one of the eyes. After she left, administration decided the floors needed to be redone immediately, which was meant which meant that the bust was moved to an unknown hallway and to this day has remained there ever since. Many of us wanted to write to Adia to inform them of how terrible she was, but we were worried that would mean she would stay with us instead. <laughs> She's Adia's problem now. 
we have uh, uh, we now have a much better dean who seems to actually give a crap about the students. I thought you'd enjoy the story. Please don't say my name on your podcast as I'm a new grad and still looking for a job. If you know any dentists in Vegas who need an associate or have any advice for new grads on looking for a job in these trying times, please let me know. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, Dr. 400K in debt student loans. Wow. Shots fired. Yeah, a little bit. Shots fired. Yes, that's... uh, Shots fired at Care West, um, who was on the Benco list. I don't remember what number. Let's look it up. Um, let's see, inside the ledge. I should have this list memorized by now. I thought you did, actually. <laughs> um, let me make sure this is this year. Because we don't want to get the wrong year. Yeah, this is not this year, so... Let's see if we can find this year. Man, 2017. I don't want 2017. Um, all right, this should be it. All right, they're going to make me flip through the whole magazine. And there's our friend, uh, Dr. Michael Appa. He's wearing, uh, it looks like a uh, Patek Philippe Nautilus on uh, on his wrist um, that's about it. what's what uh, was her name west karen kathleen west kathleen? karen west karen of course her name is karen of course it's karen um yeah number 11 the diversifier there it is wow um so she's at vegas and she's a pain in the ass do you remember who is dean of your dental school when you're there I don't. I know that Clinton took over right as I finished. So I can't remember who the guy was when I started. Who was it when you finished? Clinton. Dean Clinton. Bill Clinton or Clinton Timmerman? (laughs) I just remember the last name only because it's my brother's name. So otherwise I wouldn't have remembered. Um, And do you know like what his background was or anything? I don't. I, I, I very well remember our dean. We had the same dean for all four years. Um, at the time we were in school, he was the longest tenured dean in the entire country um, by, by many years. Um, okay. Generally, deans don't stay that long. They're generally there for just a few years and they move on. And mm-hmm. that's probably a good thing for the most part because you get things like this where you have people who yeah. no one likes and don't really care and mm-hmm. uh, are just looking out for themselves. And then they kind of self-eliminate themselves and hopefully you get somebody new who has some good ideas or, or has some care. Um, I remember we had we had a dean named Ken Kalkorf. And uh, I, I liked Ken. I dealt with Ken a decent amount because he was, uh, I was class president and, and we had like monthly meetings with the dean at lunch. Okay. And so, you know, I had, I had way more time with him than, than the average student did. But, but like the, most of the students in the class were like you, like they had no idea who he was. Okay. And they, they like literally couldn't pick him out of a, <laughs> of a crowd. Like he was just, he was never around, never in clinic. This, this Karen West, at least she taught a course. Like Calcorf never taught a course. He was paradonist. Um, he was never anywhere to be found. He was out doing stuff for the school. I don't know what that is. I don't know like what. I'm assuming it's raising money is, is the only thing I can guess. Sure. So I'm assuming she's in, in, in China trying to raise some money for the school or whatever. 
Um, but I, you know, I, I always felt like, like students should know who the Dean was. I always felt like the Dean should, I don't know, like once a week, fucking walk around the halls and just like say hi to people, just like see what's going on. Like, I'm not saying you got to do it all day, but spend 30 minutes walking around once a week, maybe learn some people's names, maybe just like call up and see how people are doing. Yeah. That that seems like a good idea. Does that seem nuts? It's like, is is that like, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. I've never talked to anybody that that happens at like, and, and I just don't understand it. Like, I don't know. I, if the job isn't to like make sure that your students are getting a good education uh-huh. and connecting with them and making sure that you're providing for their needs, then what is the job? Yeah, true. How I, much? So, so this, this, this student who emailed in or, or former student new grad that emailed in is $400,000 in debt. That's, uh, that's not a little bit. That's, um, that'll buy you a freaking practice in some cities. Yeah. That would start you a practice. Yeah. At least here sure. in San Antonio, you could start a practice for 400. That's mm-hmm. new equipment and all the, all the stuff, new supplies, working capital, finish out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hundred grand a year. So this dentist was writing this woman a check for a hundred grand a year. And everyone hated her and no one like knew who she was other than that she was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how this is supposed to be, Karen West. <laughs> no, I in in my perfect world, it would be a little bit more like yours. People they intermingle. I mean, we're your future colleagues. Don't treat us like shit because we're eventually yeah. gonna hate you. Not man. only are we, you, we not only is the dental student your future colleague, they're your fucking customer. Right. You are providing Currently, them a service yeah. that they are paying you a shit ton of money for. Get off your ass. Stop making uh-huh. fucking bronze busts of yourself. <laughs> I, I got to see a picture of this. And fucking get to work. I want to see this bust I so bad. I have to see this bust. And look for the Listen, nanny cam eye. There is no commissioning a bust of yourself. This is bullshit. That's only a memorial thing. You have to die for that. Oh, maybe this it doesn't be like a, a death mask. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, tempting. Please come kill me. It's a death wish. You know, murder by co- police officer, that thing. Yeah. Or suicide by police. Yes. That's, we should, probably shouldn't bring that up right now, Lance. Okay. Yeah. My timing's usually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get this sort of like, and then, and then yell, you know, obviously like the yelling at the student for asking a question, like is such bullshit. Yeah. And this is good. This is from someone who, Listen, like when I'm doing my lecture, I've carefully orchestrated out, like I'm doing a performance for you. Don't you fucking interrupt me. Like ask questions at the end. <laughs> it's However, yes, I have a feeling that uh, Karen West's, uh, what was it? Ethics and morality course. Um, yeah. ha- I have a feeling that she didn't like do Paul homily training uh, uh, <laughs> for her lectures in that course. I, I think that's a safe bet. I just so how many dental schools are there? Let's let me Google this shit. Was it like sixty? You know stuff. So how many dental schools in the United States? Sixty-seven. There are sixty-seven accredited dental schools in the United States and Canada. Wow. Is it that hard to find sixty-seven fucking dental leaders who people would like and would like do a decent job? Apparently, it is. 
because the majority of things I hear about deans are shit. Yeah. That they don't care, that no one ever sees them, um, that they do shit like this. Um, and I just don't understand it, man. And, and mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, they just asked me from my school to be put on, uh, like some count, uh, alumni council or something. Um, yeah. and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that a little bit of like, Hey man, uh, I think the new Dean at, at San Antonio is named Dr. Loomer. Um, he came from NYU and I'm going to tell him like, dude, you need to get your ass out on the, like, I, there's no excuse for every dental student not knowing your name. And for at some point during their, their four years there, you have a fucking conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's got to be an hour conversation. You got to know every deep, dark detail of their life, but like, just say hello and talk to you for 30 seconds, every dental student over their time in, in dental school at some point for 30 seconds in their four years. You can yeah. do that. There's no reason why you shouldn't. You, in fact, that's your job. Well, for 400,000, I think you can do probably manage. Yeah. Yeah. You can figure it out. Um, Adia, I don't know what Adia is. Uh, Adia is apparently, let's American who we are. Yeah. So let's pull this up. Um, American Dental Education Association, their vision, a well-prepared and diverse oral health workforce, improving the health of all communities. That's their vision. Hmm. Their mission is to lead and support health professionals health professions, communities, and preparing future oral health professionals. They're the voice of dental education. Hot damn, brother. At least there's a voice. I'm so glad they exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very influential. I, I think of them often. Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, I wish I knew yeah. where their money came from. Um, and I wish I knew what they did. Um, because it's like whenever I read missions like that and like, uh, what was the other thing? Visions and missions. I, I just like my, the, yeah. my eyes go like glassy <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I, do they actually believe this shit or is this just like, you know, so I, I guess they lobby, state governments and federal governments for money for dental schools. I thought that's what the ADA did. I don't know. I don't really. So how, yeah. How do these guys work with the ADA? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, my hunch is, is that this is a much easier job than being a Dean. Oh, I, yeah, it would seem. Cause when you're a Dean, you have all that, that pesky, stuff of like pass rates on national board exams and licensing exams. And like, you know, a board of regents might actually hold you accountable for that. Sounds terrible. Sort of like a win loss record for a football coach. Uh Like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Everyone's just going to look at your record. And I guess that's sort of the record for a Dean. So I guess when you're a Dean, you're always looking or there are plenty of people who are looking to fail upwards so that you can get to a job where no one can really track if you're successful or not. That's that I actually sounds ideal. It sounds great. Actually. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be like, imagine that every case you ever did just moved the next day. Geographic success every time. It'd be amazing. It'd be so good. That's kind of what, what, what this is, is that now 
you know, there's not really that, that harassment of like, Oh, you know, by a board of regents, you got to bring your pass rates up. You got to bring your, Mm -hmm. you know, got to get more minority students in or whatever it is. You don't have to worry about any of that. You just sort of sit sit in in an office and not really have any, anything to worry about. Um, I don't know. I'm sure Adia does good stuff. I don't want to trash them too much. I'm sure there's something they do that's fine. I just don't know what it is. Maybe. Probably If not. you practice in Las Vegas and you're looking for an associate, shoot us a line and we'll put you, we'll match make. Yeah. We're like, we, uh, need to, we need to help this person out. Absolutely. Can you imagine going to dental school in Las Vegas? I mean, you kind of did because you went to dental school at LVI, basically. Just about, yeah. I just got back. I know. I, that's why. That's why I bring bring that up. But can you imagine being like twenty three, like a a sophomore in dental school, and just like, oh yeah, by the way, the strip is four miles from here. Yeah, it's walking distance. Yeah, yeah. I oh, shit, pretty sure man. I would have wasted my tuition on uh, bet on red. Maybe maybe tuition's only two hundred k. Yeah. <laughs> and Dr. 400K in debt, like, just rolled up to the roulette table a few a few too many times. Uh-huh. And put, put a bunch of money on the Patriots in that one Super Bowl against the Eagles. <laughs> and, and got Philly specialed into, into another couple hundred K worth of debt. Well, hell, like, hey, the Patriots student loan- Giants didn't work out so well either. No, that didn't go well either. Hey man, student loan checks here. Let's roll on down to the Caesar Sportsbook and let's see what's cooking. Yeah. Let's see what kind of prop action I can get on Clayton Kershaw versus the Padres tonight. <laughs> I took the third inning over under of two runs. Yeah, that would God, be a, that would be bad. There's no way I'd make it through dental school in Las Vegas. No. There is zero chance I'd make it through dental school in Las Vegas. How many uh, uh, UNLV dental school clinic patients? are uh, adult entertainers, do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Strippers, escorts. An undergrad classmate or a roommate went to UNLV. And um, gosh, I can... I'm not going to put his name out there just in case. It was some bad blood. Um, But uh, we should probably find out. That's a good question. I would be willing to bet there's a lot of strippers who come in for their dental treatment at the UNLV uh, School of Dental Medicine. I got to see this bust, man. I got to see some research and yeah, I got to see this bust. I got, I got to see this, this brass bust or whatever it was, um, with the, with the cyborg guy in it. Um, (laughs) I just, I got to see this thing in, in the hallway. I got to know what hallway it is. Like what other offices are down there? You know, what, what, what wing of the school is this? So if anybody knows or can get a picture of this, shoot it over to us. We would, uh, we would be freaking thrilled with that. Um, so yeah, let's find let's find this uh, dental, dental uh, new dentist a job. So uh, if you're in Vegas and you know somebody looking for a job or, or, or know somebody looking for an associate or you're looking for an associate, uh, get at us. Working interferences at gmail.com. I just found her picture uh, when she re- resigned, so I don't see a bust yet. Karen West. I'm. I, should I? I don't. <laughs> I just, I just Googled Karen West bust and it, nothing came up. That was what I was looking for. <laughs> what, how else would you sculpture? Uh, sure. I, I put Karen West DDS bust UNLV, but maybe. She might be a DMD. I brought her up, but it still could be a DMD. 
Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not seeing anything at Google Image Search. I got to see this thing. So, any of you who are in Vegas, if you if you go to school in Vegas, uh, hook us up. Um, we got to see. The only bus that came out was I got was is the the Reb statue, the Rebel for running Rebels. I don't think that. Oh, I fun. thought you meant like the Reb, like W R E B, like the licensing yeah. exam. Yeah, the one I took. Yeah. <laughs> Like this, this dentist scored so high on the Reb, we had to make a statue of him. It's called the Reb, the Reb statue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it. Their building looks nice. I'm looking at a picture of their building. Looks like they've got a nice building. Yeah, I'm not finding it. Huh. All right. Nice. All righty. Uh, you ready for a Reddit? I think so. Reddit user. Bombs away, Brody. Two. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it differently. Reddit user bombs away, Brody. Two. <laughs> I don't want to get caught smoking. I'm 13. Yes, I know smoking's bad. I've been doing it for a month, maybe a little longer. I haven't had one in a day or two. I've got a dentist appointment next week. I'm not gonna smoke till then. I'm gonna brush my teeth a lot. But will the dentist still see that I smoke? Please help me. I really need this. Well, a month in now, but you might smell. You'll smell like ass. He's a thirteen-year-old boy. Of course, he smells. If yeah, exactly. <laughs> smells of probably could mask, socks. He could probably mask that smell just with his his own odors. What about Axe body spray? That that would probably help. He probably already smells like Axe body spray. I don't think he has anything to worry about as far as as far as odor goes. Um, smoking's bad. <laughs> That's yeah. what Joe Camel said. I love Joe Camel. Um, you know what I love even more than Joe Camel as like a, a as a marketing ploy for cigarette companies. I loved Marlboro Miles. Remember those. <laughs> No. No? No, Oh, God, Lance. Okay. So this had to have been in the 90s. Um, There used to be... Marble used to have... They called them Marble Miles. And they would... uh, There was like a a little... You know, on on every like proof of purchase with every cigarette, like you had got a certain number of miles. And you could use those miles to buy things out of a catalog. Really? And so I'm, I found one online and it's um, the, the thing that I remember specifically was a, a Marlboro branded kayak. <laughs> that was like the big prize was the Marlboro branded kayak. Um, and it, but it's all like camping gear and like t-shirts and bicycles yeah. and, and, Leather and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you would, so you, I mean, Theoretically, you'd have to smoke so many damn cigarettes to get this fucking kayak that there's no chance that you'd actually be able to kayak anywhere. Yeah, how many? How many smoking I, all these fucking cigarettes? How much do I need to smoke to get a motorhome? How much cancer yeah. do I get? I'm looking at it. It looks like, um, it looks like you could get a jeep. God, really? Um, yeah, that seems like it was it, like. Uh, there's a Jeep, there's a motorbike, um, then there's the kayak. Wow. Um, you could you could win adventures. Um, it just the Marlboro Miles were just insane, man. Wow. 
Um, I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to do that shit anymore. I wouldn't think. No, here's a bike. Like the jewel vape miles. Can you? I see. Here's a bike frame. Can you imagine a Marlboro bike on the Tour de France going up the Alpe (laughs) d'Huez? I some some of those guys though. I bet some of those French guys. Oh, so it looks like one pack of cigarettes is five miles. Um, I'm sure some of those French guys could totally, absolutely smoke and and ride oh, in yeah. the uh, the Tour de France for sure. I, I um, believe it. I'm trying to find. So if one pack was five miles, I'm looking at this. So this was um, man. This ran from '94 to 2006. 2006 wow. wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. Um, so this barbecue, Marlboro branded barbecue tools. So it's like tongs and a, a spatula, you know, like flip a burger on a barbecue and like the little fork thing. 500 miles. So that's it's fucking 100 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> am, I, am I like I, losing it? I think you're right. I think you're right. That can't be a hundred packs of cigarettes to buy some fucking barbecue tools. It sounds about right. I mean, dear they're not God. Cheap. So how much was the kayak? Let's let me see if I can find it. Marlboro kayak. There's a 1991 GMC Cyclone Marlboro edition. I wonder if you could get that from them. Ah. Uh. You can actually buy a um, you buy one on eBay right now. The oh, really? you buy lots of Marlboro Mile stuff on eBay. You can get <laughs> the would, uh, yeah. canvas drawstring bag. You can get a backpack, and they do have a kayak. It's two hundred seventy nine dollars, but I can't find anywhere about like in the catalog. Yeah, like how many? What was the MSRP way back then? Yeah, how many miles did it take to buy the kayak? Um, man, <laughs> what a mess. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the kind of shit they used to do to get like 13 year olds to smoke. My question is, why isn't this 13 year old vaping? It's just, it's so superior in every way. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. And it, like, it's so much easier to store them. Um, you can hide them in so many more places. Uh, if, if your mom finds a cigarette, there's no two ways. It's a cigarette. Right. You can't hide it. It is a cigarette. Every, you can't say it's a candy cigarette. It smells like a cigarette. It is a cigarette. No dumbass would, you know, would not know what a cigarette was. But a vape, like these jewel vapes look like fucking flash drives, man. That's if my true. mom found a jewel vape and, I, and she asked me, like, what is this? I'd say, like, oh, that's a flash drive. And she'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at a flash drive right here. It looks like a vape. This absolutely looks like a vape. Why is this kid not vaping? We should probably contact him. I might comment on this Reddit like, dude, you need to, you just get a vape. Yeah. I know this isn't like the right answer. This isn't like. (laughs) You need that morally, morality and ethics class from Judy. Right. Or from from Perrin West. But seriously, this kid just needs to vape, man. Um, all right. So let's go through this scenario. 13 year old comes in, uh, Okay, holy shit. The bike that was 880, I'm sorry, 8,800, this bike frame that you found uh-huh. was 
8,880 cigarettes is how much it cost. So it was 2,200 miles. That's 440 packs of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, by the time you, you're, you, you finally got it, you can't ride. And you had to pay $110 for shipping. <laughs> um, Is that a steel frame or what the... It's a Fuji bike. Does that does that sound like a bike brand that you know of? Yeah, but this one's it's a Fuji folding bike that's branded for Marlboro. Well, that's a different one. I'm looking at this uh, Nash bar frame. Does it say how many how many packs of cigarettes? <laughs> Jesus! All right, so how many? Let's do some math. How much is a pack of cigarettes? I, I don't know, uh, honestly. Like five bucks, eight bucks. All right, we're just going to say five bucks round number. Okay, four hundred and forty packs times five. That's twenty two hundred dollars. What kind of bike could you buy for twenty two hundred dollars? Pretty nice carbon. I mean, yeah. you get a specialized Roubaix. I think mine up is wrap up right around that. Man, what a uh, dumb contest. <laughs> Apparently it worked. It got a lot of people uh, smoking it. Hooked on cigarettes. It, it couldn't be the fact that nicotine's very addictive. Uh-huh. It had to have been like, I got to get this fucking bicycle, man. I got to get this bicycle. There's a bicycle that was in the kayak that was that was addictive. It was not yeah. the 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 nicotine. Um, Thirteen year old comes into your office, and somehow, some way, you can tell they smoke. Is that a conversation you necessarily want to have with a parent? Nope. There is no chance in hell nope. that I'm telling any parent that I suspect their 13-year-old is smoking. There is no world where that conversation goes well. Not even a little bit. I can't, like, I can't even imagine that conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what would get me to talk to the parent. I talk about it brush and flossing. To, I go, that's, that's my limit. The only chance would be, it's like somebody you're really tight with. You're tight with the parents, really right. tight. In that case. That would have to be it. If probably. this is just a normal patient, everything looks great, man. Have uh-huh. a good one. See you later. Get the hell out of here. Uh-huh. Because that conversation is only going to piss mom or dad off because they're their little 13-year-old angel um, bombs away Brody is perfect. Yeah. And like, you're the back heaven guy. forbid. Right. Throw you under the bus. Right, I'm, just and, and, about, I'm telling that kid, oh yeah, these stains are extra strong. It's taking extra elbow grease to get these stains off and let them know that I know what's going on. Just leave it at that. Is it bad that I don't even give that much of a fuck about this? <laughs> I'm only doing that if I, you know, close to the family. Most of the time, I'm just... Coming in for that five-minute yeah. hygiene check. And yeah, right. plaque's gone. You're looking good. So you spent, you spent some time in Europe. I did. Everybody smokes in Paris, right? There's quite a bit. I wouldn't say everybody, did, but that's did Did lot. you spark a cig at all while you were there? I did not. Okay. Not my thing. I, I feel like 80% of people, and now that vaping's in, it's going to throw all this off. But before vape was a thing... I'd say 80% of people had some period during their college years or late high school years where they casually smoked, right? I mean, if you count secondhand smoke, I, yeah, it was like three packs a day. 
<laughs> I remember like I had a run in college of like a year and a half where it was like, oh no, I only smoke when we when we go out and drink. Okay. And it was like, oh, well, how often do you guys go out to the bars and drink? Like, every, every fucking night. Every fucking night. Like like every night we do. Uh-huh. So, but no, like if, am I a smoker? No, 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 no. I just smoke when we go out and drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's just every night. I just, I feel like that's going to be way less now, but I do feel like there's, you know, 13 is a little early, probably, you know, I would say 16 to 20, probably is eighth grade. That's early. 13 is, yeah. 13 is ninth, eighth, ninth grade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, little early, but everyone's going to kind of go through this deal and it's, he'll figure out it's stupid and, and expensive. Jesus. And expensive and, and stop, but like, just get on a vape, bro. Yeah. Start puffing them clouds. Uh-huh. Get on that thick cotton. Make choo-choo trains. <laughs> um, those thick clouds. Um, let's see if he's got any other any other good posts. How much karma? <laughs> uh, five. <laughs> okay. Oh, in breaking news, my karma on Reddit is now fifty three hundred, five thousand three hundred. Oh wow! So my karma is doing pretty good. I know. Um, Oh my god, Lance! It's the best one we've had in a while. Oh, we've got two good ones. (laughs) We got two good ones. This is in the subreddit of teenagers. Which God help me, I never want to step foot in there. Actually, that should be a deal. If you or I click on the subreddit of teenagers, the police should come to our house immediately and arrest (laughs) us. You're on a list. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And the subreddit of teenagers, I will pay anyone $100 to find me. <laughs> nah, that's. <laughs> this one's even better. This was so good. I want a t shirt that says this. <laughs> in the subreddit of bounty hunters I want to be a bounty hunter please tell me what to do <laughs> I think all, all I gotta do is watch dog the bounty hunter and you'll learn it all dude the, the bounty hunter subreddit has 247 members <laughs> The first response is from CDA Gray, and they say, I'm in the same boat as you are. I am seeking to become a bounty hunter myself. From what others have told me, find out where your local laws are regarding bounty hunters and go from there. Oh, my God. How, how recent of a post was that? This was six months ago. So this kid's oh. 12 and a half at this point. Okay. Well, because we, we just binged a TV show where these two teenage sisters became a bounty hunter with... Uh, Dwayne Wade or Dwayne Wayne from uh, <laughs> uh, it's a different world. I just I just it's imagine Dwayne Wade. He's just burying threes from yeah. the corner, and like you guys go catch that criminal. I'm gonna go practice my my uh, my finger roll uh, over here. Yeah. No, I'm watching this show, and I'm like that guy because this guy Dwayne Wayne is is now heavier. I'm He's like, kind of he looks- sixty years old now, right? Yeah, about that, 55, 60. And because um, that show was, what, 87, 88 when, when Lisa Bonet left Cosby Show? And so. Yeah, well, was that a different world? Is that those? Yeah, called? yeah. And so he was the guy, the other yeah, character. Yeah, with the glasses that flipped. Yep, up. yep. And he's twice as heavy now, but 
So we binged the show, and it's it's pretty funny, but it's awkward to watch with your kid. Um, there were- so there is some bounty hunting things that go on. So I was wondering, you know, because the show, maybe that show is six months old, and we just now found it. Jesus, he doesn't look anything like Dwayne Wayne. I would never have known that he was... The guy's name is Kadeem Hardison. Kadeem Hardison, yeah. And uh, it's through the eyes is what I got it. Um, Man, what... So what what could make this kid six months ago want to be a bounty hunter? The only thing I can fucking think of is like Boba Fett. Like, he's watching The Mandalorian. What part of the... Teenage Bounty Hunters is the name of the show. Teenage Bounty Hunters. Yeah. So that's why I was like, wait, it's kind of co- coincidental, coincident with their um, with that show. But I think Mandalorian would be closer. What part of the fucking Mandalorian like is appealing to like, yeah, that looks like a great life. <laughs> well, if you like solitude, I mean, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of people. So I mean, a 13 th- year old chain smoker, um, <laughs> like he's well <laughs> on his way, actually. Um. I love this one. Um, no, you don't. I'm bail enforcement agent in Los Angeles. Trust me, it's not that good of a job. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it being that great. It sounds like there's a podcast called Wanted about a couple who are bail enforcement agents. Because um, that got mentioned huh. twice on okay. on this on this thread. And then several people said, go to subreddit Fugitive Recovery. Uh, and that has 61 members. <laughs> so everyone knows each other. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that doesn't seem like Reddit is the, uh, depository of information for, Not for quote them. unquote fugitive recovery and, or bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, not so much. I will pay anyone $100 to find me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I want to be a pound hunter. Please tell me what to do. Oh, fuck. I haven't laughed that good, that good in a long time. It's good to be back, Lance. <laughs> it really is. Uh, whose turn is it for a song? Is that would mine? be you. Yep. Uh, okay, I got a good one, actually. Good. Uh, hey, share this with your friends. Uh, you got a friend who wants to be a bounty hunter but just needs to know how. Um, tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show, one new listener at a time. Um, hey, hit us up with a rating, Lance. What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. If you had to pick a number of bounty hunters that you wanted to interact with, what number would it be? I would go for the nice pentagram five. (laughs) 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 Idiots. It's so funny, man. I love that. You're just baiting me into saying something about Satan. I know, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, Um, (laughs) hit us up. With a uh, with a five star rating, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshit. Social bullshit. Working interferences with Josh and Lance on Facebook uh, or Funny Shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter at Winterferences and Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. So um, <clears throat> the Tesla has Spotify built in. Nice. It doesn't have AM radio. It doesn't have FM radio, but it has Spotify built in, which is fine because no one listens to fucking AM, no, no. FM radio, whatever. No. Um, but it does have Spotify. And so um, 
I have never spent much time on Spotify other than the, uh, there's a couple podcasts that I like that are Spotify exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll use it for that, but but not much else. And so I really went um, and built out my Spotify profile and like followed artists that I like and made playlists and all that stuff so I could have access to it. Okay. Um, and, and I found they had this like cool indie pop playlist um, that gets updated every couple of weeks. Um, and I found some great artists on there. Um, and, and the first one, that I found was this band called the national parks. And so they have this song called time, which is great. That's the song I'm going to pick. So I was doing, I was like, I've never heard of these guys. They're like right down my alley. Like their sound is great. Um, what's their deal. Um, and so I look them up and it says the national parks is an American folk pop band from Provo, Utah. (laughs) The four man band consists of Brady parks Sydney McFarlane, Cam Branley, and Megan Taylor. Formed in 2013, uh, making the uh, uh, their first album in 2014, which rose to 13 on the iTunes singer-songwriter charts. Um, they uh, have since sold out shows in New York, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles. Um, their history, form- the, their, their formation in 2012 and 2013 um, was they met while they were studying uh, advertising design at Brigham Young University. Lance, I like a Mormon All right. band. Uh, apparently, I do. didn't know there were Mormon bands. Oh, there are a few. Okay. Um, I mean, I obviously understand the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I would guess uh-huh. that would be the most famous Mormon band, right? Uh huh. Yeah. But I don't. I never like so. Like music is such a part of the scene at UT Austin, and it's like. Austin's the music capital of the world, right? Uh-huh. Live music capital of the world, yeah. as we like to claim. I don't know how you measure that, but it's true. Um, so, you know, there's bands everywhere. You know, there's tons of bands from Austin. Um, and there's, you know, just always stuff going on musically. I, I never thought about, like, there being a music scene at BYU other than the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So, And they're in Salt I Lake. Mean, okay. But, like, if you, all right, so if you're a band in Austin and you're getting going... Where are you going to play gigs? At bars. All over, yeah, in those bars. And Where do BYU bands play? Yeah, 6th Street, right? 5th Street, 4th yeah. Street, you know, Emo's over on, on the east side, like all, all those places. Well, there, there are clubs. They just don't... Well, in Provo, well, like I remember going to the DV8 up in Salt Lake, and um, you had to join, it was for members only. But you could buy $5 membership at the door. So basically, it was a cover charge to become a member. And then sure. you could then um, have access to their Okay. Water. So would, would there be alcohol at these places? Sometimes yes, sometimes no? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean... It was just a side to the university I never imagined, like, there being, like, a cool indie music scene at BYU. Well, I mean, like, Imagine Dragons are from Vegas, but they all met at Provo. Holy shit, really? Yeah, and uh, Neon Trees, same kind of story. Yeah. They're from Pro. Okay. Really? Yeah. The Used was kind of a hardcore band in 2006. They're a little bit more grungy. Um, The Used. There's bands from Provo, Utah. Um, The Moth and the Flame, the National Parks, uh, Jericho Road. Um, I don't know that one. Nine bands with Utah connections. Let's look at this. Uh, Meg and Dia, fictionist. 
Royal Bliss, the Killers, the Killers, Killers are from Vegas, but okay, but it says Utah. I guess Utah is Brandon Flowers. Yeah, because he's Mormon. He's from ne- Nehi, Nephi, Nephi. Uh, Panic at the Disco. Yeah, they're Vegas though. The, their bass player Dallin Weeks is from Clearfield, Utah. I don't know where that is. Yeah, Imagine Dragons. There you go. Neon Trees. There you go. The Used. Mm-hmm. Orem, Utah residents. And then Rancid. What? Uh, just a, one of the members is from there. He's like the dr- bassist or the drummer or something like that. Um, their drummer, Brandon Stein Eckert, is uh, from uh, Utah State. Logan. Which I don't know where that is from. Logan. Okay. Logan, Utah. Right about a couple miles from where no, uh, Napoleon Dynamite was filmed. Okay. And then the Descendants. Well, no, their bassist was. Steve Egerton. I love this. We played them um, kids on coffee. Uh, okay. You had your long drive. And so I thought of you and that was the descendants. Okay. Nice. Well, I had no idea, man. I had no idea. There was like cool bands that came out. No offense. Like to those of you that went to BYU, I don't mean that uh-huh. like pejoratively, but yeah. it just, you know, you don't like Good just think of like, Oh Yeah. But the, this this band, the National Parks, is great. I'm assuming they call themselves the National Parks because there's three national parks in Utah, right? Arches, uh, uh, Bryce Canyon, Zion National in, Park. Uh, okay, there you go. That's yeah. it. I was going to say go. Diablo Canyon one and two, but that's a, a deep cut <laughs> Simpsons reference that no one will probably get. <laughs> uh, so enjoy the national parks. Uh, this is a song called Time. Uh, For Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. There's an hourglass sitting on my table I'm watching. Everything's changing my mind Goes to a different time Old love I remember falling so madly There must have been magic in the valley And a rhythm in the night Cause I could almost see it Did you fade right out of you? If it takes time
If it takes 